Michelle Mosley. Carolina Hunter. And I'm Richie Blue. And this is Tip and Discuss, a podcast where we like to discuss topics that matter to black and brown folks. This podcast is for the culture. Thank you for joining us. And make sure you subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram. And like us on Facebook. And remember, we go live each and every Thursday on Instagram. So last week we did take a break, our first break since the summer season started. Hard. Yes, 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 yes. But now we are back. And we thank everyone who joined us last month, August 28th. It was our first time being back since the pandemic started. Yes, we appreciate y'all. Yes, we were right here in Drips. Um, it was our one year, one year anniversary, and we just thank you guys for supporting us. And we will be back again with a live audience, a DJ, raffles, giveaway, wine, vendors, the whole shebang, September the 28th, 26th. 26, yeah. The 25th. <laughs> With a celebration, we will be celebrating black women and rewriting narratives, letting you know that they are loved and protected. Yes, by black men. I believe it's important that we discuss this topic because I believe the media is trying everything in their power to make black women believe they are not protected and loved. So this time around, as Simba discussed, we will be sharing facts, statistics, and we will be sharing our own personal stories as well as getting our audience's feedback. There will be a special performance by a spoken word artist and motivational speaker, Karina Joy. And our special guest will be music producer, producer, Rick Shaw. Yes, yes, yes. This will, of course, be an evening of fun. We'll have our DJ, we'll have our music, but it will also be a space for black and brown men and women to express themselves, to speak, and let our sisters, our mothers, and our queens know they are loved and protected. Yes, indeed. Join us Saturday, September the 26th from 6 to 10 p.m. right here at Drift Artifacts and at Seeking, Building 134. Make sure you bring your mask and we will be checking temperatures at the door. Yes. You must be 21 and over and you are allowed to bring your own alcohol. If you wish, if you but we will always have light cocktails and light refreshments. Yes, yes, yes. So let's get this so started. We are back. We took a week off. How was that week? How did y'all like that week off? Good, I mean, it was kind of like out, just like kind of thrown out there, <laughs> but it was good, right? Yes, it was good. But a lot also happens while we were gone. True. True. What is our DJ playing? It sounds really bad. Don't do it like that. <laughs> Yeah. 
Angela, well, not versus, I hate using that word, Holly Berry or Angela Bassett. And, it, and guess what, y'all? Holly Berry was in our story. Say it. Even though it goes down like one of the worst movies ever. 
But I'm going with Angela Bassett. Because she, like the role she played in, like, you know, what's love got to do with, like, that's a, just a, such a great role right there. So, the you story. You actually be forgetting, like, I've seen what's love got to do with it so many times. It kind of makes you not really see the actual Tina Turner. Like, right, when you right. think of Tina Turner, you think of Angela Bassett. Exactly. You don't exactly. think of the actual Tina. Yeah, and then also I want to talk to her about, um, about, you know, being, the mother of a Black Panther, you know, and before all that's going on recently, you know, how, how did she deal with that, you know, and did she, did she know, like, was she the dog like everybody else when, when that happened, like, I how? I guess it depends on who you're saying friends. Sure. Because you know that's what they say, you don't be really told. It's really, really. Right, right. Even the producer of the movie was in that circle. Yeah, so, that was, uh, that I would definitely like to, you know, go with that. Good choices, y'all. Good choices. This is, I feel like this is hard for me because being someone, <laughs> being someone who was an inspiring uh, actress and stuff like that and growing up and seeing Holly Berry and stuff like that, I kind of, you know, lean a little bit towards Holly. I want to know how being beautiful, which it might sound crazy, but it's true. How being beautiful affected her as being an actress and being taken serious. She's this light-skinned, petite girl, and they told her, what was it, the first movie that she did when she played a crackhead, like, she really had to prove to them. No, it was, um, um, it was Spike Lee's uh, movie, the, um, I Stole My Mama's TV. <laughs> Jungle Fever, I think it was Jungle Fever. It was Jungle Fever, I think it was. When she she was Samuel Jackson's uh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. she was his girlfriend yeah. and she played the crackhead. So cause people always think, oh, you're beautiful, so it's easy, but sometimes that beauty can be a hindrance. Zach Brown's one is yeah.
which is insane. Um, Holly Berry won 67% of the vote. Yes, and I did not see it going that way because in the beginning she wasn't in the lead at all. Oh, because Holly's a household name. Even though that hasn't voted well before in our poll before. No. But I don't really think that that really. But Holly's. Yeah. I think it's all a personal preference. True, really. true. Because if you're talking about catalogs or movies, I would say that they're probably. I wouldn't say that um, Holly has done any pivotal roles like Angela has. But, I mean, they yeah. both have really yeah. extensive yeah. catalogs. You know, um, catalogs. Executive decisions. But I think that with, with yeah. our audience and the way we present it, it's never about the catalog, it's never yeah. about the talent. It's, it's just personal yeah, personal preference, who you grew up with, like, who do you really want? Because this is like the real deal. Like, who do you want to really sit down and, and have with. a game with? Like, you could have did a whole bunch of hit records, but personality-wise, I don't think I would have handled it. Yeah, I don't think that you would have Oh, so yeah, he, uh, 
he definitely sold some range, you know. So, hey, I got to be the hood guy all the time. You know, I could be sophisticated as well. So, yeah, I'm definitely going with, uh, with Mr. Omar. And what y'all sipping on and what y'all talking about? Um, we're going to talk about his catalog and we're going to go some Hennessy. He seems like he had a Hennessy. Yeah, he do seem like he's like a nice cigar. Yeah, yeah. He had a little Hennessy swirling in there, talking. He probably didn't drink
was already well, according to this one guy I watched on YouTube, he was like, no, you was born in 91, 95, you were a 90s kid. 96 though, you died 90s kid. Yeah, yeah, you know, right, right, right. right. You were saying like you did like you would we didn't know what Pac Bell like neither did you. You were like four years old, like come on, like, come on, man. Like, you didn't know what? Because he tried to use that it wasn't a they didn't they didn't understand when Pac died, when Biggie died. Oh, I remember. I was. I mean, we probably. Right, but, but we understood. No, 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 no. You but, are, but you were born in ninety. He, he said for three, I was born from ninety one to ninety six. They don't get it. Yeah, I mean. But I feel like yeah, it also. Like, but I feel like it also depends on how you was raised and who you was raised around. Because my sisters were born in ninety six, and they have a very deep respect and honor for the nineties. Hip hop and the culture and the music. So right. I believe it also depends on how you were. But that's going up. back, going back, going back. You know, that's not you no know, experiencing it live. Yeah, you you're not experiencing so, it. So like live. his argument was just like like you don't even fit that same argument you just made. Like you don't even make sense, man. Like are you this is stupid. Like, I had to turn it off. And you did his logic on um, reasoning of why it was only for those six years was just ridiculous. So I was like, no. You're an idiot. If he wasn't 10 or better in the night, if he wasn't right. 10 in 91, 92, 93. Right. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't count. Right. Because oh. you wasn't going outside doing shit. What right. was right. you exactly. doing? Exactly. Not fit. You wasn't doing shit. Right. I didn't even know what your parents was. I wasn't doing shit. I know white year olds that was drinking beer. So what do you mean to your parents? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's because they be panting. They got enough. But look, 
industry and how you know you stay um you stay relevant. Oh my god, it's all this time. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not easy to stay relevant. Without being typecast, especially as a um black and brown. And then one of your first couple movies being um like gangster. Yeah, and what's the name talk about that Cookie Gooding Jr.? Yeah. He yeah. talked about how yeah. he had to stop, like... Yeah, and all the role that the boys in the hood, they just wanted to be, to be that guy, that gangbanger, that, that thug type guy. Yeah. He's like, nah, son, I got range, I got skills. Like, I nah. got skills, I went to school, I learned this shit for <laughs> so real. Lance Bruce. Yeah. Uh, 
way shorter. Yeah. He wasn't a lot of tall dribbles. Yeah, yeah, he's a little fine shot Then I was like, I think he's burnt. I was like, I think he's burnt to a white girl. You ain't seen not one episode of House of Pain. Only one I remember from House of Pain is the fat black guy. The, the truck. I mean, that's the only one that's. Because it kind of reminds him of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, it's funny she said, because when I said that, I'm like, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, she <laughs> has so who I want. If anybody had one, yes, because more. She has yes, 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 yes. I 
or talk to people like shit because they're dealing with something. Mm-hmm. But you want me to be the bigger person. Yeah. To me, saying being the bigger person is basically like to accept the yeah, accept the disrespect and, and not say nothing about it because right now you're not in a good place. That's not fair. I think right. it goes both ways. It goes, yeah, I think too. And I think that's something that he also demonstrated by yeah. not letting everyone know. I think it was important that he didn't get, for him, I, I can't speak for him because I don't know him, but maybe it was important for him not to get that quote unquote sympathy yeah. or, you know, people treating him different or him not getting roles. Because I, I remember being having one of my sick moments and that's when I knew that I really wanted to do sip and discuss because one of like one of our first live shows I planned the whole thing in bed feeling like I was about to die and that's how I knew that I wanted to really do this and I think people say oh how is he still doing these roles because that's honestly what he wanted to do that that's how you know that I don't have his passion. When people are not passionate about things, they <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have never looked at the comments. She said neither does she want to talk to me. <laughs> she said it was a joke. Okay. Back. <laughs> um, people who are not passionate about things don't understand people who are passionate about things. Right, they think that you're crazy because they can't understand what is motivating you, what is driving you to do the things that you do. Especially if in their eyes it's not working out. Yes. It's not panning out the right way. I would hate to wake up and be that person. But the thing that is, life does like I say to people all the time, you gotta stick to the process until the process start working. Yes, people stick to the script. That's what be quick to um, be quick to just be like, oh, fuck it, because it's not working out right now. Right. Not knowing, you know, What's going on in the 5G? Not what's going on right now. Like, it's, it's things working in your favor. You're not a idea about. I always all you have to do is stay vigilant and be present and stay the course. That's why when you said wish me luck, there's no such thing as luck. It's all grace, planning, and execution. True. Like, there's no such thing as luck. That's not how we move around here. Oh, you would have been good at that thing when we had a discussion. Love is it love? Well, anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I like to talk about his uh. Y'all see some of his interviews he did when he was talking. I can't watch nothing. Before, like, <laughs> I refuse to watch anything. When he when he was talking about the role of playing Black Panther. Hey, Chappelle. Understanding uh, what he was. What's up, Rick? You missed your shout out. Sorry. What he was personally going through. And what they were going through, and how he was—he knew what he was going through, but nobody else knew. But he was there for these for these young kids, and he had to make sure that he gave the best yeah. that he could for the role because he knew how much it meant to other people. You know, because he said when he first started, like he didn't realize the weight that he was carrying playing that role. Now he was diagnosed way before that with his condition and he was going to see young kids that was on their way like they was checking out like any day and he was like they just want to be there to see him play the role and you know i just think it's just beautiful because it's also like a reminder of 
the power that we have to leave an impact on someone. No matter how short our life is, no matter how long our life is, no matter how big of a star we are, we little of a star we are, nobody knows us, one person knows us, a thousand people know us. You as a person, as a living, breathing human, as energy, you have the power to leave an impact on someone who's going to live after you. You know, and that, like, every, like, his, him, just who he is, what he's leaving us behind, he lives on forever. Like I say, kings never die. Like, when you live that type of life and you are so gracious and you are so humble and so giving of yourself, you really never die. Right. You live on through everyone, not only through your children, but all the people that have come in contact with you. So rest in peace to him, Black Panther forever, Wakanda forever, and yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't watch any of his videos, but um, just because I, I can't. Um, but it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a, for me, even with Kobe, I cried like a little bit, but I also became very joyful because I believe that if you live your life, you live your life a certain way, your transition is beautiful. And like Kobe, he died doing what he loved to do. And Chadwick, even though he died of cancer, he still loved, he was doing what he loved to do. So I believe when you give, when you live a life like that, you have a beautiful transition. And I don't believe you should mourn when you know someone has a beautiful transition like that, I believe that you should rejoice to be happy. So that's why I'm smiling because even though cancer is a motherfucker, fuck you, still, he, he's a beautiful person, he, he lives on. So we are going to move right along. And we just wanna get into, we're gonna wrap it up soon. We are gonna wrap up soon, because I think, um, what's the name gonna kick us off soon, right? Yeah. Um, so they are probably Yeah. <laughs> 
But I feel like like I was getting a lot of a lot of little backlash, like of people saying like, oh well, Monica was acting shady. And I was like, well, we don't really, we don't know. You remember I kept on saying to you the text, like, sis, you wanna know what y'all talked about in the back before y'all came out. That y'all said you ain't have a conversation in eight years. Yeah. Like, we wanna know about that conversation. And just because that conversation was had, that doesn't mean that everything was squashed or that Monica even really trusts you because we don't know what happened. I just think that they are just two different females from two different types of backgrounds yes. and they just yes. don't vibe the yes. same. I don't think it's that malicious hate. No. I think and I think there's a lot of misunderstanding. Yeah, and I just think they just don't vibe. Like, they just, Everybody they don't, yeah, they just don't mush well. Well, well me personally, I believe that there was Brandy one, my, there was like, they both won. Like you said, the culture won. We literally have been given hits from both of these women from our childhood up into our adulthood. How many artists can you say has given you that? That's a Like that. And I mean, those songs was taking us but you know what really, what really, what, what, what I didn't know, like, and I, I learned a lot about both of them at the time. Like, I didn't know that Monica was only 14 at the time when just one of those days came out. Like, yeah, but she was day. only 12 when she got to be recorded. Yes, and, and mind you, I, I was in middle school at the time. I was in eighth grade, but she just had, her voice was so mature. Yeah. I, and I never knew that we were that close to the age. And those shoes. And those shoes. He lost his Those long white those shoes. White shoes. <laughs> I didn't even know she called Slack back then about it. But I always was, I always did look at her feet when I was younger. Just be like, why are her feet so long? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed But that song. was the first CD that I ever had. My stepbrother brought me Monica's CD. <laughs> I had the single, I got it from The Wall in Ocean One. You remember The Wall in Ocean One? Yes, yeah. It could buy single CDs, it could buy these one song. Like, I don't even know the song. Are you such a 90s baby? I'm such a 90s baby. 80s baby. Yes, and go, and go to The Wall and buy my single CD and get my, you know, fudge from the fudgery for free. Oh, I used to the And then go to Baker's and buy a $20 pair of fucking shoes.
fun and we all won. Yes, like how we just said, we all, we all won with that. Brandy, I feel like she had more fun than mine, but I just wish they would have drank. Yo, because we was waiting for them to crack. We was waiting. They had these two big ass Ciroc bottles. I said this could have been no sipping discuss because we would have been all, we would have been.
on Facebook. Yes. That the banner. The banner that makes a little noise every yeah. time you go on the Facebook and it wants you to make sure you register to vote. Um, I don't think y'all want to know my faces. If I vote, I'm voting with my eyes closed. <laughs> He's going to win regardless. Don't say that. What's the vote? What do y'all think? Rick said. Well, first of all, what do you vote? What are you getting when you vote? Nothing. So why you vote?